Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Parade. And we find this in the book of Matthew. If you turn to Matthew chapter 21, verses 8 through 11, and I'll go ahead and read that. Amen. They'll have it on the screen there. But it said, A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. And that's why I had this cloak right here. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord on the road. And the crowds went ahead of him, and those that followed shouted, Hosanna. Somebody say, Hosanna. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred. And they asked, who is this? And the crowds answer, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. And if you go to Luke chapter 19, 39 to 40, it says this. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, then the stones will cry out. Amen. Come on, today, you got to understand, church, that praise, somebody say praise, and God, somebody say God, they go together. You cannot talk about God and not praise God. Come on, anytime you're talking about Jesus, anytime you're talking about what the Lord has done in your life, there has to be some kind of praise that comes out of you. There has to be some kind of a excitement. Amen. I, I, I told you guys last week that I was sharing uh, uh, with uh, my, my managers about the uh, speaking in tongues. Amen. And they were asking me what this is. And, and it, it got me excited because it opened the door for me to share what took place on Pentecost to them. And so I ministered to them. And so when you're talking about Jesus, something exciting has to happen inside of you. And we got to understand because the God that we serve is worthy to be praised. Come on, there should be no shame talking about Jesus. Amen. Come on, there always should be a smile when you get an opportunity to share the gospel to someone. Amen. And so today I want to minister a message entitled Genuine Praise. Genuine Praise. The definition of genuine means this, sincere, honest, real, true, unpretending, in other words, not phony. History is filled with examples of people who had started out humbly and then rose to great popularity, but at the end of their life became broken and defeated. Come on, we see this with athletes. We see this with people that come from no money to have money to end up with no money again. Come on, hallelujah, come on. Hallelujah. In our text here, we see such an example. Amen. Jesus, the son of a carpenter, educated in Nazareth, one who gained favor with the people, one who was cheered and praised that day in Jerusalem, but a few days later would end up being mocked, beaten, and even crucified by the same ones who were cheering him that day. But at that time in history, the Jews found themselves under heavy Roman oppression. Come on, their taxes were high. Come on, they were restricted in things that they can do. There was a lot of 
uh, executions by the means of crucifixion. There was a heavy depression on the people. And the Jews at this time were in search for someone, a desired king, someone that would come and set them free. The world right now is searching for someone. Come on, you talk to people, man, there's depression, there's oppression in the lives of people today. You can talk to co-workers, amen. Come on, we just had a, uh, uh, my, my, my general manager was in an accident that his car flipped a few times, amen, and we've been praying for him, amen, and then, and then another one passed away, uh, uh, one of the salesperson that was battling cancer, amen, and so the world right now is looking for something, amen, they're looking for an answer, amen, they're looking for freedom, amen. Amen. They're wanting hope. Amen. And I'm here to let you know today, church, that Jesus is the answer. Amen. Come on. True freedom comes through Jesus. He's the one that brings hope. And so you and I, when we start to hear these stories of tragic events, amen, it's up to you and I to give them Jesus. There's a hope. We had testimonies here, amen. Uh, come on, of Sister Maria saying, I'm, I was getting frustrated and the enemy was lying, but she says, no, no, get away from me. Have communion because she went to hope. She started to say, you know what? I got the blood of Jesus, amen. I got the broken body, amen. My God can heal any disease. He can take care of my son, amen. If he rose Lazarus from the dead, he can surely take care of a skin disease. Come on, somebody say Amen. See, with Jesus, somebody say Jesus. With Jesus, we cross over from, uh, to, uh, to, from hopelessness to hopelessness. Hopelessness to hopeless, hopefulness. Hallelujah. There you go. Come on. We're not going the other way. Come on. We're not going back. Tell your neighbor we're not going backwards. Come on. We're not crossing this way. Hallelujah. We're going forward. Amen. Uh, come on. From hopelessness to hopeful, hopefulness. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we're getting. Amen. Not only do we cross over to hopefulness. Amen. We cross over to promises. The people in our text have seen the mighty works of this man named Jesus. They witnessed him restoring the sight of the blind. They saw the evidence of him healing the lame. They saw him feed the multitudes with a little boy's sack lunch. And still had leftovers. Come on, they heard about him raising his friend Lazarus from the dead, amen. And they listened to him teach with authority. They heard about the power and authority that he had. And, and Jesus, without a doubt, would be the one that would set him free. Here in our text, this is the scene. Jesus is coming into Jerusalem and he's riding on a donkey. And the crowds began to cheer. And there were shouts of praise as Jesus entered the town. In Zechariah 9.9 it says this, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Rejoice, O people of Las Vegas. Hallelujah. Come on, shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous, victorious, yet he's humble, riding on a donkey. Come on, this was prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years before, and we see it here in our text, being fulfilled. 
It's a Jesus celebration parade. Come on. They are shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna means a shout of praise or adoration. So in other words, genuine praise. When you really stop and think about it, most of us enjoy recognition, right? Come on, how many like the pat on the back? <laughs> Come on, how many like the good boy? Come on, way to go, dude. How many like that from your boss? How many gonna say, man, you did an excellent job today? How many, how many like that? Come on, we, we all like recognition, amen. We all like that, amen. Uh, come on, we like feeling special, amen. Even, you know, we like people to, to wish you happy birthday, huh? Come on, somebody. Come on, let's bring you up to sing happy birthday. No, no, it's okay. And then you come up here and you're like, a... <laughs> get all smiling and everything because you feel special. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, it's, it's good to, to be acknowledged and to, to let people come up and say, man, you're, you're a blessed man. Sis, you're so awesome, amen. Come on, doesn't it feel good? Yeah. Here, I want to make you all feel good. You guys are all awesome. <laughs> come on, awesome. Come on, some pat your back. I'm awesome, hallelujah. Come on, you guys are awesome. You guys rock. I, I love my church. Come on, I, I brag, man. I, this is my church, amen. I love you guys. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. Come on. You rock. Come on. If you don't believe it, come on. You got a cloud. Come on. You, you are, you're good. Jesus loves you. Come on. We all like that kind of recognition. We all like that pat on the back. We all like to feel special. But Jesus isn't like us. Can I let you in on something? Jesus, that day, in that celebration going on, wasn't impressed with the praise they were giving him. Because he knew something more about it. See, Jesus is not just looking for something that's going to last only a day or a week. Come on, he's not looking for a Sunday praise. Come on, somebody. Come on, he's looking for an everyday praise, a lifetime praise. He's looking for genuine praise. Not just for the moment. You see, church, this verse right here is the one of the very few places where the gospel records that Jesus' glory is recognized here on earth. The only few places that you see that here, they're giving him some recognition. Jesus boldly rode as a king of peace. And the crowd gladly accepted him. But the same people that would bow, later on would bow down to political pressure. And would desert him. Bail on him. In just a few days. How many know that Jesus knows? He knows who you really are. You can put your shout of praise here on a Sunday morning, but he knows who you really are. Come on, you can come and shout right here, but he knows what you shout out there. Come on, somebody. Jesus is looking for genuine praise. But here in our text, it, it looks like Jesus is really having a great day, doesn't it? 
I mean, you read the story and the crowd is going wild, amen. It, it's just going crazy. It's a different scene of what he's thinking about, amen. And here, I just go back to Matthew 21, 8 through 9. Again, it says this, the very large crowd spread their clothes. I mean, they're literally taking their garments out, amen, and they're, they're putting it on the road, amen, and they're saying, here, Jesus, right in. They're taking stuff out. Can I borrow your sweater? You're like, I'm going to take it anyway, hallelujah. They're doing that, amen. Not my jacket. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're taking off and they're celebrating, amen, and they're bringing, uh, taking off their clothing and garments and, and allowing them to come in, amen. And it says here, they're spreading their outer garments on the road and while others cut branches on the, from the trees and spread them on the road so they get, they're getting the branches that are out there. And they're cutting them and they're throwing them and they're throwing their, their clothes and they're throwing their branches for Jesus to ride in. I mean, this is a great honor. This is a great recognition of a king. They're hearing, they're seeing the, 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 the prophecy being fulfilled, and this is it. He's coming in. They said it'd be him. It said he'll come in a, in a donkey, and they're celebrating Jesus. The great crowd came out for this celebration. Clothes and branches are being thrown on the floor. They're shouting and praising Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Come on, there others are waving. Oh, that hurt. Hallelujah. <laughs> others are waving their branches and they're waving it just like they don't care. <laughs> Come on, they're just saying, Jesus, they're throwing branches. They're, so they're waving their branches, they're throwing their outer garments. And the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. There's a tremendous praise coming from the people this day. It seems that way. This was the biggest event that ever took place in history that day. This was the biggest event that Jerusalem ever saw. They never saw anything like this. And it almost seemed to his disciples that Jesus got a breakthrough here. Disciples might have thought, you know, you know what? The master has this wrong. These people are not going to crucify him. They love him. And while it seemed to be a good day, things soon would turn bad. And you'll find out on Good Friday when you come. You see, Jesus was always doing good towards others. Has he been good to you? Amen. Has he been good to you? Amen. Come on, he's, he's been, he, that's all he does. He does nothing but good. He does not do bad. Amen. He says a good father gives what? Good gifts to his children. He's always doing good. Even in our discipline, is for good. So you see him, he's always just went around as he came to earth, as he did his do, his, his, his mission here is always to do good to those around him. He was always giving him himself, but he was always blasted for his efforts. Remember when he healed the, the man that had a withered, withered hand? Withered. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, isn't it? Nope. 
They freaked out and they told him to leave. No, they, they blasted him because it was a Sabbath violation. That he healed them on the Sabbath, so he said, this is bad. Come on, he healed the man blind from birth. You think that was good, right? They want to kill him now. He cast out a demon, a, a spirit demon from a man in. We thought, man, he got delivered. That's pretty good. Nope, they freaked out. They told him, leave my town. He raised up his friend Lazarus from the dead after being dead for four days. Somebody say four days. Four days. Wow, that's pretty. That's, 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 I mean, that's it right there. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool right there. Four days, dead, buried in a tomb, raises him up. They start saying, we need to take this guy out. He's doing good stuff, yet they blasted him every single time. Almost everything he did, Every good thing he did, he was persecuted for it. You see, Jesus knew that their praise that day would stop. That their praises, listen, were not genuine. He just, they just went with the flow of the crowd. They were just people led by emotion. But Jesus wants genuine praise. God is looking for true worshipers. Jesus wasn't trying to stop their worship here in our text, amen, but he does desire that our praise and our worship be genuine. Tell your neighbor, be genuine. Be genuine. Look at someone else say, he's looking for the real deal. Real deal. Come on. Brother Dan was here, he'd be saying, he's looking for the real deal. Come on, he's not looking for a phone. He's not looking for a Sunday Christian. He's not looking for a Wednesday Christian. He's not looking for when you come to church Christian. I mean, he wants genuine praise. He wants you to be who you are all the time. That is who he's looking for. He's not looking for the moment. He's not looking for a feeling. In John chapter 4, the story of the woman that he encountered at the well, Jesus told her in John 4.23, but the, the time is coming indeed. It's right here, right now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. Jesus wants genuine praise, church. Genuine praise, church, will always take you beyond these church walls, amen, beyond the church building, amen. Genuine praise, amen, will continue despite hard times hitting your life. Genuine praise will lead you to trust God and love God more. Genuine praise, amen, will lead you to tell others about Jesus. Genuine praise will help you cross over, church. Hallelujah. Genuine praise will do that. When you start to worship God truly in your heart, amen, it doesn't matter what's hitting your life. Genuine praise will keep you moving forward, amen. You know what? You cannot tell me my God cannot do this or that, amen. Genuine praise says, oh, I got a praise in my spirit, and I know that God's going to come through. And you start to sing those praises that God has birthed inside your heart. And sometimes you sing your own songs. Woo! When you start singing your own songs, now you're tapping into something even deeper. Come on, I'm crossing over. Ain't nobody stopping me. Ain't no stopping me now. We're on the move. We got to move, church. 
But if you're going to move, you've got to move your feet. See, people are talking and they're not moving. God's not looking for those people. Those are not true worshipers. Those are worship and spirit and truth are always moving forward. You can hit me with whatever, whatever you want, but you can't take this praise away from me. And he says, man, if you stop their praise, you know what? The rocks will cry out to me. See, God is worthy of praise at all times. That's why there's angels right now praising him 24 hours a day all the time. Why? Because he's, he's worthy of praise. He'll cross you over, church. Now, if we go back to the woman in the wild, Jesus went on to tell her in John chapter 4, 24, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. God is spirit means that it's, he's not a physical being limited to one place. He's present everywhere, church. And he can be worshiped at anywhere at any time. Listen, church. It's not where we worship that counts, but how we worship. Our text here to say to worship him in spirit and in truth. You have to worship him in spirit. Somebody say in spirit and in truth. This is the way we need to worship him. We're going to be genuine praisers of God. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 to 18 says this, For the Lord is spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Hallelujah. Come on. But you can only create that if you worship in the spirit. And in truth, then freedom comes. People can worship God all they want, and they'll never, never feel the presence of God. They'll never get deliverance. They'll never get a breakthrough if it's not genuine. That's why even worship, you can come here, and if you're genuinely praising God, and you're seeking God, and you come to the altar, and you worship God that way, you can get your breakthrough right there in praise and worship. Why? Because you're doing it in spirit and truth, and with that comes freedom. Are you following me? How many want to be free? Come on, then worship him in spirit and in truth. He says, for the Lord is spirit, and wherever the spirit is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had, uh, had the veil removed can see in the reflection of the glory of God. And the Lord, who is the spirit, makes more and more him as we, more and more like him as we change into his glorious image. And so as we start to worship him, church, guess what? We start to become like him. He changes us. And takes away the, the stuff of the man and the woman and all the stuff that we carry and who we think we are. And he starts to change us into his glorious image. Right? We're supposed to be like Jesus, right? To this world. We're not here to create our own image. Hmm? I'm not here to create my own image. Pastor Art Ministries. <laughs> I have my own clothing line and everything. Hallelujah. You buy this shirt, you'll be anointed. Send $3,000 and we'll give you this shirt. Amen. Guaranteed to change you and make you into the man of God that your woman's looking for. <laughs> I need that shirt. Hallelujah. I need that shirt. Hallelujah. When we worship in the spirit church, it brings with it freedom. And the glory of the Spirit imparts, 
It's unveils, it unveils the nature of God that we can be more and more like him. You see, true worship and praise worships Jesus for his very nature. He wants those praising him to know him. Come on, if you're singing, you, be, you better know who you're singing to. Right? You can't just be singing because everybody's going to the floor and we're just singing because the crowd's singing or we're seeing the words on the monitor. No, you're singing to the person you're worshiping to and praising to. But you got to know the person who you're praising to. Psalms 30 verse 4 says, Sing praises to the Lord. You who belong to him, praise his holy name. Come on, look at the people that Jesus touched. Amen. He touched those whose society thought was unimportant, like beggars and those that were poor and outsiders and, and tax collectors. Amen. But God's nature is to reach those, to share, uh, to, 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 to show care and to show mercy to those. Amen. To help the weak and the sick and the hurting and the lost. Jesus really came for everybody. Because he did come for the rich young ruler too. He comes for everyone. And the Bible tells me that he was moved with compassion. Church, our God, say my God. Our God is a merciful God. I mean, he cleared out the temple. He chased people out. He turned over tables, amen, stating that, that this is, this, that God is holy, amen, and saying that his house should be a house of prayer. He always established what his father was. He rebuked those who tried to quiet those who wanted to praise him. That people viewed as nobody. Remember the other one that was crying out to Jesus and shut up. And he kept on saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. But he came for those. We praise God because he's a God of compassion who has a heart for the lost, the innocent, and the weak. I'm here to let you know, church, that, that God hears your cries. Come on, have you been crying out to God? I'm here to let you know that he hears your cries. You heard the cries of Maria, Davin. Come on, Abe, he's heard those cries. As you cry out for your children, he hears those cries. Are you going through a hard time? He hears those cries, church. Come on, they don't fall on deaf ears, amen. He hears your cries, he, he hears your concerns, and I'm here to let you know he loves you. Come on, God loves you, Jesus loves you, but he is looking for you to seek him genuinely. How's your praise, PCLV? Is it based on what's going on in your life? I feel good, so I'm going to lift my hands today. I'm going to give them a little bit of praise because I just got paid or I just got a raise, amen, and everything's flowing. I just got a new car. I feel good, so I'm just going to give them a little praise today. Or do you praise them based on who he is in your life? Because despite of what's hitting my life, God is still good. Come on, I told my wife yesterday, how was your day? I said, it sucked. <laughs> I didn't sell nothing. I made no money. But God, 
He's still good. God is still worthy to be praised. I'm still going to church tomorrow. I'm still going to wake up tomorrow and praise him. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to seek him. My circumstances of what hit my life don't take away what my, my love for my Lord. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is worthy of your praise. He is worthy of genuine praise, church. It's easy to praise God when everything's going do, good, 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 good. <laughs> I need water, hallelujah. But can you praise him in the storms? Can you praise him in the midst of disaster? Can you praise him when you walk out and your car is stolen? Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, hallelujah. Or do you, do you shout something else out? Come on. Hallelujah. Can I get a testimony over there? Hallelujah. Come on. See what the, the world takes away, church. Listen, you got to understand what the world takes away. God can give you back a hundredfold better. You took that away because you got something better for me. Come on. You got There's There has to be a praise all the time. I mean, do we automatically jump in and say, praise the Lord, baby. We got a flat tire. Woo. No. But you know what? Maybe he just stopped you from an accident. Maybe he just prevented you from getting hurt. And so you got to praise him. Say, God, you, you did it for a purpose. Because God does not make mistakes. Amen. You got to look at the good at all. God, you're, you're good. You never give me nothing bad. So whatever's hitting my life, either I deserve it, or you know what? You're doing something for me. Can somebody say amen? amen. You see, anytime we base our praise on what God is, what, what's hitting our lives, our relationship with God will go up and down. That's why you'll be here one Sunday and you won't be here the next. Is this part of the cycle? Woo, I feel good. I'm going to church today. Oh, I feel bad and forget. No, I'm not going. You don't even watch online. Come on, you, we, we call you up. You watch a lie. Oh, yeah, Pastor, we watch a lie. It wasn't feeling good. You, no, no, you lie. You lie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like I said in the beginning, he knows. You can, you can say whatever you want to us or to anybody that calls, but he knows. See, we got we to praise God for who he is. I'm here because who he is. Amen? Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, but if we place our praise on who he is, come on, then we please God. Come on, man, just, just like Job. Job, man, he went through all kinds. You, you, you think you got through problems? Go talk to Job. Read the story of Job. Oh, my life sucks. Read the story of Job. Oh, I'm going through hard. Read the story of Job. Come on, there's nothing that you're going through what this guy went through. Yet, he did not cuss him out. He didn't say nothing bad about God. Naked I came, naked I go. I'll praise the God, my God forever. Come on. We need that kind of attitude. Come on. He's, he's looking for genuine praise, church. We praise him for who he is. And when we do this, we please him in knowing that he's going to help us through the storms and trials that hit our lives. He always has. Come on, the only time we get delays is because we try to put our hand to it. 
We try to, we try to, we try to let the process go a little faster. Like, God's going to need my help, so I got to go take care of this. So I'm going to talk to that brother. I'm going to talk to that sister because God's not moving. And then what you do, you make it worse. And now you just prolonged it. So you got to learn to wait on God. Trust him. Can somebody say amen? amen. He's going to help you through. Hasn't he? Amen. He'll always help you through. And so sometimes we just got to learn to wait. Amen. The world, amen. Come on, our lives may feel like we're in a storm. Come on, your boat may be even rocking today. Amen. But I can tell you something, PCLV. Jesus is still in your boat. Jesus will never abandon you, amen. He's always there for you, amen. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. It's not just for the disciples. It's for us today. He's speaking to the church today, amen. I'm a God, amen, that's always with you, man. Jesus can calm any situation. He can speak to any wind and say, be still, and the winds and the storms of your life will obey, and they will submit itself to God. I don't care how crazy it's getting in your storm. He can just say, be still, and it's gone. In our text, these same people were praising God. These same people that were throwing the, the, the palm branches and waving the palm branches and throwing their clothes on the road, amen. These same people who were shouting, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Those that were singing Hosanna, Hosanna on Sunday, amen, later shouted crucify, crucify, crucify on Friday. These people just went with the flow. They were just going with the crowd. Just being part of whatever is happening in the current situation. But their praise and their worship was not genuine. Church, do you clap your hands and lift your hands up because everyone else is doing it in the church? Well, I better lift my hand because I'm going to look weird. You know, I better clap because everybody's clapping. I better clap because, you know, Pastor Des says, clap your hands. So I better do that because you think I'm I'm disobedient here and rebellious. Amen. So I'm going to clap our hands. Amen. Come on. Do you do it? Because everyone, you just want to go with the flow of the church? Come on. Are you participating or are you spectating? Come on. Do you praise and worship for who he is or are you just being part of the current environment? You see, when you do that, you're no different than the people in our text. At one moment, worshiping, and the next moment, not serving him. Wanting to quit. Wanting to bail on Jesus again. See, you're letting your current situations dictate where you want to walk. And those feelings that you have will take you the wrong direction. Those feelings and the emotions that you're experiencing, and I'm not, I'm not disregarding those feelings, but it should not stop you from who he is in your life. That person may have hurt you, but God still loves you. And so you got to keep going forward. you got to still go to church. You still got to give your tithes and your offerings. You still got to do everything. You still got to participate. You still got to worship God. You still got to do the things that, that you're supposed to do. You don't stop because things are not flowing your way because he's still a good God. He's still worthy of praise. You don't punish God because of the person that's punishing you. You trust God with that situation. 
and say, God, I'm going to worship you despite of how I feel today. Come on. It's called what? A a sacrifice of praise. God, I'm going to offer a sacrifice to you. I'm going to praise you sacrificially because inside I don't feel it, but but I I don't go by feelings. I go by spirit. That's why he says to worship him in spirit and in truth. And when you do that, then the spirit brings freedom, deliverance, healing. You can get your breakthrough from that situation, that moment, whatever it is, and you get right with God. And if you're the offender, listen what God does. When you're the offender, he tells you to abandon the worship and go get right with your brother, get right with your sister, and then come back and worship me. Come on, somebody. God just starts working on us. It's not worth the fight. The battle is not between flesh and blood. It's the principalities against those evil forces that come against us. It's not your brother or sister. It's not your pastor. He's always just picking on me. (sighs) Come on, tell your emotions, shut up. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to worship God. And just how God loves you, I love you. And so the things I say is not to punish you but to make you better, to be blessed. How many want to be blessed? Come on, we're we're, we're here. Come on, I'm here to see you guys succeed and do something for God that the praise that you do when we come and gather every Sunday is genuine praise. That despite of what happened on Monday through Friday or Saturday, when you come Sunday, man, I'm going to worship God. I don't care if I didn't make any money because he has all the money in the world. He can drop a 20. He can drop a 100 on me at any time. Come on. You can walk out these doors and find a 100 on the floor. And what do you say automatically? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, church. He knows. Don't bail on him. Don't quit on him. He's not the problem. The problem can be here. Relational. We got to work on relationships. Amen. But God is never the problem. He's always the solution. I told the guys on Friday, when you love God more, we love others When we love God more, we love others better. All those that are around us. Jesus is much more than that, church. Jesus is more than just clapping or going with the flow. Our praise has to be true and has to be genuine to live for him, to meditate on him day and night, amen. To have an attitude that says, to worship you, I live. I close today, church. Throughout this week, continue to praise him. Come on, let it not stop from this service that just, our worship service, come on, we think the music ended, the music may have ended, but the worship continues. Come on, take what God spoke to our church. Take it to heart. Man, I'm about to do something. I'm about to rock you guys. Come on. Follow the man and woman that God placed in this, in this house. He's going to take you somewhere. This, those are not my words. Those are God's words. 
He says, God, I'm going to do something with the leadership in this house. I'm going to do something with the servanthood of this house. I'm going to do something with the people of this house. I'm about to rock your world, amen. And the promises I spoke to you, it's going to be fulfilled, amen. It's about to come, amen. So if you worship me in spirit and in truth, amen, then I will bring the freedom that you need and that your spirit needs, amen. And with that freedom, come on, as you do that, God's going to start to break loose those things in your life. And then all of us together can do the crossover and we can go into the promises of God amen that he has in store for each and every one of us not only you but your children and your children's children amen and the future God belongs to you and I church Las Vegas is ours can somebody say amen Amen. your family members are going to get saved people are going to get delivered church see the church is made for people to get set free not to be bound by, by the bondages of our past, amen. That's why some of you guys can't even worship God because you're still bound to the things of the past. You're still bound in the way you think. You're still bound in these things, amen. But God says to be, to, we need our minds renewed and they need to be transformed, amen. Come on, that we can worship God the way he's supposed to be worshiped, amen. And when we start to do that, church, then we're breaking the chains and the hands that we're lifting, amen, are finally in freedom. The hands that we're lifting is because we're finally praising him in genuine spirit. Spirit and in truth. So throughout this week, church, this holy week, let's continue to praise him. The praise should be when you're driving to work tomorrow morning. Shouldn't be like, oh, the Monday blues. No, thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus. Oh, God, thank you for your precious blood. Amen. That washed away my sins. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For my healing, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are a good God. Thank you, Lord, that my eyes are open today. Thank you, Lord, that I have a home. I have a roof over me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That I got warm water coming through a shower. Amen. Thank you, Lord, man. I can have a little toast and a little coffee. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That my wife, oh, she still there hallelujah thank you amen that i walked downstairs and there is cinnamon my dog just said hey oh hallelujah i thought i'd throw cinnamon in there for free thank you lord you know i thank god amen he's a good god and he's been speaking to us And right away when we leave, amen, instead of putting the garment of praise, we put the garment of depression back on. And oppression. And we put on problems again. And we put on, oh, it's not going to change. We we put all these things on. And we come and we're like, yeah, Jesus, We're going to march in. Let's follow the pastor. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. It's good. Hallelujah. God's moving. And we finish searching. Also, we're like that. And we go like, okay. All right. Let's go. You're like Linus. Amen. With your security blanket. Amen. Oh, I'm reminded of my problems. Come on, church. Put that garment. Lay it down. And pick up the garment of praise and worship, amen, and worship God for who he is. Can somebody say amen?
So continue the worship this week. Be thankful. Worship is not a song, church. Worship is your attitude and how you look at life. You worship God the way you live and how you walk and how you talk. That's how you do worship. And so when we come back on Friday, then we'll remember him and we can come together just picking up right where we left off. Oh, we're going to celebrate the risen king. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Come on, we're here to praise God who sent his son to save us. Us as sinners, church. A son who became the final sacrifice for us. And to live a perfect life for you and I who gave on Friday his life to death. Listen, as I close, close number what, four? Is it four? Which one is it? I got 20 of them, but it's number four here. Listen, if Jesus stopped for the blind, healed the sick, raised the dead, saved the lost, he will surely help you and us during our times. I end with this, another close. Has your praise been a reflection on what's going on in your life? Or is it because of who he is in your life? Jesus seeks those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Because he is looking for genuine praise. Can somebody say amen? Praise the Lord.